Welcome to the awesome pod mix you are listening to Abby the idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and tv shows made me feel when i watched them for the very first time a reputed filmmaker once said when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience it's the triumph of the filmmaker that's the magic of cinema i love the magic of cinema Today I'll be talking about the fourth episode of Marvel Studios Secret Invasion where the Marvel creates movies or TV shows they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Beloved written by Brian Tucker. The episode is directed by Ali Salim. It's the fifth series to have a Kevin Feige production credit after Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk Attorney at Law. The episode begins with Gaia's dead body lying on the ground. We now see a procedure of how Gaia scrubbed Rosa Dalton's brain to understand the procedure of becoming a super scroll. The computer screen shows the information of extremists followed by Frost Beast and Calopsidian. So does she get all three of the powers or just extremists powers? If she got all of the three powers, why did she leave out Groot's powers? We see Gaia coming back to life. The title sequence begins. We see the cityscape during nighttime and text appears on screen. Paris 2012. The year the Avengers assembled for the very first time. Nick Fury walks into a restaurant sporting his signature trench coat. Nick Fury's beard doesn't match the 2012 Avengers beard. He takes a seat at a table where Priscilla is already seated. We see a Lake Globe newspaper with a headline that reads Les Avengers la bataille de New York which translates to The Avengers the Battle of New York. Priscilla praises Fury's efforts to assemble the Avengers. She points out about Nick's powerful sense of righteousness. The quote on Nick Fury's gravestone from Captain America the Winter Soldier reads The Path of Righteous Man which is a reference to pulp fiction. Nick Fury inquires about the book Priscilla is reading. It's a collection of poems by Raymond Carver. I think that's her favorite author. In the previous episode, she was reading Raymond Carver's A New Path to the Waterfall. Priscilla talks about her favorite poem titled Late Fragment. And did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so, I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved, to feel myself beloved on the earth. That's where the title of the episode comes from. At St James Church we hear the choir sing Deep River by Normal Lubov. Rody meets Priscilla. We all guess the voice on the phone was Rody's. When Priscilla mentions Fury was fired, Rody for a moment pretends like he doesn't know what she's talking about. He proceeds to smugly reveal how he was the one who fired Fury. Rody orders Priscilla to kill Nick Fury. Priscilla describes Nick Fury as broken, powerless, incapable, old and isn't who he used to be. Nick Fury is listening in on their conversation. He reacts hurt. Rody doesn't want to hear any excuses. At the airstrip, Gravik orders his men that he wants the Americans to think that the attack is planned by the Russians. How lame is your plan, Gravik? We see a beautiful duck pond covered in mist. Gaia and Talos are seated on a bench having a conversation. Talos regrets and apologizes for dragging his daughter into the fight. Gaia clarifies that she did everything out of her own free will and she doesn't need her father's pity or sorry. Gaia is with her father because she belongs with him. That's the closest she'll be to home. Talos reacts overwhelmed. Gaia wants to know how he plans to find a home for all Skrulls. Ben Mendelsohn's performance is so sincere and earnest in this scene. 
Talos is under the impression that he has a huge bargaining chip. If the scrolls show the kindness of their hearts, they will be rewarded. Gaia knows this plan is no good and it won't work. Heck, even I know it won't work. Gaia's assessment of her father's plan is absolutely correct. He is delusional, but I want to believe in Talos's plan and want him to succeed. After listening to the plan, Gaia says, That's not who we are. That's not who I've become. Gaia gets up and leaves. Talos reacts stunned. What does Gaia mean by that's not who we are? Are you not the kind of people who show the kindness of their hearts? Of course, when she says it's not who I've become, she's implying she's a super scroll. Talos gets up and watches Gaia walk away with ache in his eyes. Priscilla gets back home and notices Fury's ring in the bowl. She then hears the sound of utensils coming from the kitchen. Fury is preparing tea. Priscilla questions him on why he's not wearing his wedding ring. Fury's excuses since he came through the back door, it slipped his mind. Nick Fury describes Priscilla as his greatest mistake. He's aware that she's here to kill him. If he had a chance for a do-over, he doesn't think he would have done anything differently. Fury places his gun on the table and so does Priscilla. He requests her to tell the story of how she chose the face she now has. Vara was studying a doctor named Priscilla Davis to slip Fury's defences. Fury reacts thinking Vara was playing the long game on him. Vara and Priscilla became friends. Vara checked with Priscilla if she wanted to fall in love. She agreed over the condition of three promises. Priscilla wanted to be buried at sea. She wanted her to continue to be the daughter to her parents. She never wanted Vara to hurt Fury. Vara couldn't keep her last promise. Because she hurt Fury, she apologizes. Fury questions. And did you get what you wanted from this life, even so? Priscilla replies, I did. Fury continues, and what did you want? Priscilla replies, to call myself beloved. Fury continues, to feel. Fury and Priscilla say in unison, myself beloved on the earth. As they say the final lines of the poem, I knew they would shoot each other. What I didn't know was they would miss. It's such a great scene. They set up their love story with the poem in the flashback scene and here they pay it off. Fury says, I'm not sure if we should get divorced or renew our vows. Vara wants to know if Fury would have loved her if she was her true self. Fury's response is, guess we'll never know. She robbed them of that chance as a couple. We now see a lady scroll taking a shower. As per the credits, their name is Rava. As they wipe the haze off the mirror, Rava shapeshifts into Rodi. Rodi, now dressed in a suit, enters his hotel room and is shocked to see Fury. Fury is having 23-year-old Pappy Van Winkle bourbon. If Rodi just entered his hotel room, where was he showering? Fury plays nice and tries to share a drink with Rodi. Rodi is hesitant to drink, assuming it may be poison or nanotech. Rodi refuses to entertain Fury. Fury discloses about a scroll mole in the US government, but Rodi dismisses it like last time. Fury wants his job back, but Rodi presents a counteroffer. Rodi shows Fury the footage of Fury killing Maria Hill. Talk about the audacity on Rodi. Fury defends himself, saying they both know it's Gravik. Rodi's reaction is casual. He says, Oh, it's a scroll alien impersonating you. How does Rodi know that Gravik is a scroll alien? 
Rhodey is not even trying hard to hide that he's a Skrull. Rhodey insults Fury and asks him to leave. Outside in the car, Talos and Fury discuss about the liquid location tracker. When President Ritson arrives, Rhodey briefs him on his upcoming meeting with the Russians. Rhodey quotes Vladimir Lenin, When you find flesh, you push. When you find steel, you stop. Ritson needs to be steel. Rhodey informs Gravik over the phone that Citadel is in stagecoach 4. Code word for president is Citadel. President's car gets knocked over by the impact of the missile. Rhodey is nonchalantly sitting in his car eating mint and waiting for it all to be over. Gravik and his men interact in Russian. The Secret Service picks up on the Russian language. Fury and Talos arrive at the scene to save President Ritson. Gravik uses Groot's powers to crush the bones of some Secret Service guy. Pagan shoots Talos as he tries to punch and break the glass of Ritson's car. Due to the bullet wound, Talos' half-shape shifts to his scroll form. A soldier points out that Talos is an alien and he must be shot. Fury assures the soldier that Talos is on their side. Talos succeeds in breaking the glass and fully shapeshifts back to his scroll form. The soldier suggests that they put Ritson in his car. Nick Fury has his own car. He manages to get President Ritson to safety in his car. When Nick Fury turns to get to Talos, he spots the same soldier trying to help Talos. Fury realizes there's something fishy about the soldier. Fury says, put him down. Fury shoots at the soldier and he shapeshifts back to his human shell. Gravik stabs Talos through the heart. Fury shoots Gravik in the shoulder and then in the face but the extremist powers heal him instantly. Fury reacts shocked. Gravik leaves riding Pillion with Pagan. Talos getting stabbed is so unfortunate. I'm sad that I won't get to see Ben Mendelssohn's amazing performance in the remaining two episodes. I'm hurt Fury left Talos just like he did Maria Hill. Nick Fury drives away with President Ritson. Damn, Gaia is gonna be so upset. The last conversation she had with her father, she called him delusional. Gaia is not gonna spare Gravik. You go, Skrull. I mean, you go, girl. Revenge is a dish best served cold. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you like what I am doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.